Welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I'm your conspiracy asshole. Let's go. <laughs> We're going wild tonight, Lala. Something to shake your cat too. I like to make it a little less perverted. Hold on, Sky Bear. Let's go, Sky Bear. What I'm giving them. I can't believe, Lala, I can't believe I'm playing this music with you on here. How disrespectful. But it's all love. We have to hear the whole song, but I just, I pre-apologize. I'm so terrible. This is requested by a patron. I had to, I had to oblige. Something to make that cash, too. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to The Conspiracy Castle. I'm your conspiracy asshole, and that was a legendary DJ assault, and that was a special request from a patron. So, la la, I just want to welcome you to The Conspiracy Castle. I want to say that I really enjoyed all the guests that you've interviewed so far. I can tell that you have incredible taste 
So you are a woman <laughs> with class and a smart brain. So well, how are you doing this lovely evening? And for the people at home, we're doing a cross stream. Lala's going to uh, upload this as well. So Lala, if there's an introduction you would like to do, please go ahead. Uh, well, I don't think I can beat what you were just doing for anyone who's listening. You have to go and watch uh, Conspiracy Castle's YouTube because he was just dancing with his cat. But uh, welcome to Lala Beams. This is going to be episode 23, and this is me, Lala. Also, this is essentially my reveal of my face, so there's that. <laughs> what? Lala? That's what I'm saying. I tried to find your face. Wait, we got to talk about Hold on. Let me make you a little even prettier. Let me show you this. Let me do it like this. I got to do a stop share and then transition. Lala, now look at you. Yeah, I have to say this is the big reveal because you didn't even have any any pictures. And I have to say this. Wow. And I'm not just I'm not just saying that because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you're really attractive. And I don't want to be too perverted to, you know, we play uh -huh. that music. But I'm just saying, like I said, uh, there's not a lot of attractive. Not that it even matters. I don't care that people are attractive, but we get a connotation like you live in your mom's basement. Like if you look in the conspiracies, you're just like an <laughs> ugly cigarette smoking like Charlie Day in uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Have you ever seen that where he's like, I has love a, him, actually. you know, but you know, where he has the dartboard and he has like. Like, yes. So trying to connect, that's like the creepy conspiracy. So when I see, a, like, for lack of a better word, a black pilled or red pilled beautiful lady, it's kind of like a unicorn. You know, it's like, what the heck? What? And how, <laughs> like, so what's how, wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, because I'm so fucked up. Excuse my language. I hate to say it like that. I, you know, that's kind of how you come to truth is like you almost have to be like something in your life. You have to actually see that the world's kind of messed up because if you have that, you live in the fake matrix, you think everything's good, then you even never look uh, into the official story. So you kind of have to have some trials and tribulations to bring you into reality. That's my opinion. So what do you think? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's kind of like the same thing I always say about people who are funny. You have to have fucked up shit happen to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I cuss? No, you can cuss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. heck, yeah, go on. Uh, yeah, you have to have fucked up shit happen to you to be able to make light of bad situations, you know? So it's the same thing with breaking out of the matrix or being a truther. You are literally seeing the worst possible things that people don't want to believe to be true and keep living, you know? Well, what was like the biggest uh, matrix breaker for you, uh, Lala? Uh, it was a combination of things, but I think for me, it was my dad who was very religious and he constantly told me I was going to hell. So I was just like, that just sounds weird. Like what kind of religion would just tell random people they're going he to would hell for no shut, reason? Hold, slow your roll, Lala. He would really threaten you with hell. What would he say? He would see you in a miniskirt or something? He would say if you kissed uh, the boy. No, like, no. Well, well, how, how would he use hell? I mean, seriously, I'm not trying to get okay, too deep. Okay, but how so would he I have use to it? give you a little background okay. then. My dad has eight kids with six wives. I My mom was the fourth wife and he wasn't around for any of them, for any of the children. And he so it's not like he was aware of like what was going on in my life i remember i met him after i graduated and was like oh i got a good job and blah 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 you know everything that you're supposed to do and instead of being like oh congratulations good job he said well are you going to church because you're going to go to hell 
Yeah, because you know what that is? That's a control method. So he was doing the same thing they do with religion. And I hate that because my dad grew up without a relationship to his dad, and I know that it affected him. And, and, and like nobody's relationship with their parents is perfect. Everybody has fucked up relationships with their parents. Right. You know, you're not you're not special. And I'm not trying to make light of your situation. It just sucks at it because we don't choose our parents. No, no worries. Yeah, no. It, it, but the thing is, when they use, when a parent uses that Christianity stuff on you, it's like that's trauma-based mind control no matter. Because a lot Absolutely. of parents— a lot of parents use that. Good and good intentioned parents, bad parents. Everybody uses that to guilt or trip their kids. Luckily, neither of my parents ever used religion or bugged me about religion. Uh, but would he like hammer at home? I mean, would he really say? Well, burn? like I said, I mean, he wasn't really around, so it was just it made me. And when you're such a young kid and you're like hell, and then you hear about hell, you're like, wow, that's pretty freaking scary, you know. And then I started researching about all different kinds of religions and then getting into like more of like metaphysical stuff, like, um, I don't know, any type of like Albert Einstein theories or Nikola Tesla theories, like all of that. And then I was like, well, it makes more sense together. And that's kind of the biggest one for me. And that's kind of where all my interests lie. I love all the conspiracies in general, but I definitely, that's piques my interest the most, I think. Well, so you're like me. You believe in the creator, obviously. And you, yeah. yeah but, so what do you think about organized religion, though, in general? Um, I think that for some people, it's OK. I think I've met some people who believe in organized religion that kind of have had their own personal experiences. Uh, but that, again, I don't think they need the organized religion to continue down that path. So. Yeah, you don't need a religion to be moral. That's the problem. It's like people right. say that. It's like your dad. That's what he did, kind of. He's kind of like making it seem like you need a religion to be moral, which is not the case, in my opinion. Um, but that's just another manipulation technique like Catholicism, like all the religions. They just guilt trip you into making you feel a certain sort of way. But let's talk about the metaphysical connection. I really like that because like, it's kind of like... What is the metaphysical connection that makes the grass grow? You know, I mean, they say it's photosynthesis or whatever, but like, what is the real, you know, what is it? What is the metaphysical thing that makes a tree branch grow in that direction? You know, it's like, what is happening? And I feel like a tree branch sometimes. Um, I can't control the way I grow. But what do you think about like metaphysicality? Well, have you ever heard how plants, when you talk to them, like, oh, how is your day plant or love you plant that they are actually happier and grow better? Yeah, it's, I think there's a thing called the rice experiment. My buddy Jaron did it. And it's like if you leave some rice out and you yell at it, and then if you, <laughs> I swear, and like if you leave some rice and you're nice to it, over time one gets all moldy and one doesn't. Uh, oh my God, you, that's so interesting. Yeah. See? And that's I'm saying that is because it's all about vibrations. We're vibrational beings. I mean, you know that. So it's like if you mm -hmm. give something bad energy, it receives bad energy. Uh, I, and I just and then, think, go ahead, please. Oh. And then I found like this crumpled little leaf in uh, a pool of water yesterday, and I like picked it up, and it just like looked so much like veins in the leaf. You know, it's just like as above, so below. Everything is like and that. that. That is like, you know, the idea of the Freemasonry and, you know, the duality of man. No, but you're talking about the tree. <laughs> the tree looks like the lung. The eyeball looks like the branches of a tree. We are so connected. And that's why they say the sibling, it's called branches of a tree uh, theory, where siblings are often very different because no two branch, no, even though two branches are from the same tree, there's no two branches alike. So that's why some siblings are be like completely opposite, even though they come from. Uh, I believe that's called the you know branch of, of the tree theory. So yes, I mean we are some. We're not like 
we are metaphysical. We need the sunlight too, just like the grass. You know, mm-hmm. it's weird. Something weird is going on that they, they can't <laughs> explain. Yeah. And then I obviously, like you said, I had Crow on my show today. Actually, uh, earlier today, I interviewed him. And so I have all of that kind of rolling around in my brain. That's about- huge. I saw I saw the top. So let's talk about the lunar wave. Should, I mean, I don't need to pull it up. I mean, I could, but like, so is that was is that was that a big topic? I guess is that what he's famous? I mean, I've listened to Carl Thomas. Yeah. Is that, is that what his famous uh, uh, claim to fame, obviously, the lunar wave? Yeah, yeah. So I definitely talked about that because I, when I was doing a bunch of research on him and on the lunar wave right leading up to this, there, I was talking to my friends about it, like kind of excited, and no one had even heard of it or knew what it was so i did want to focus on that a lot and then uh the two sons and um yeah i had i actually came across an interesting theory today about earth because after interviewing dave weiss i was like okay i believe in flat earth now but i've always still felt like it was there was more to it than that and someone came to me with a theory of like the black hole planet. Have you ever heard of that? Well, is that the idea that there's a third celestial body that creates eclipses? Is that the same thing or is that different? Um, no. So I can send you this link later on, but basically you can send it to what he me said, right now, I'll pull it up if it's easy, but is it annoying? Um, you know, some of this stuff is so intense. It's like, I love, yeah, it's like, you have to like read into it. It's like a lot, basically he he talks about like international great lakes datum and that proves flat earth. And this is like a physicist I found randomly. He has like, no, he has like barely any followers, but you can tell he just does research on this nonstop. And then he said that the zodiacal light east westerly all night that proves globe earth so the fact that both of those are true proves that it's a black hole planet and then he goes into all of the evidence of why that is and it talks so much about a bunch of weird stuff but i will send it to you later on and let me share screen let me do this uh if you guys can see it that well (laughs) ah let me fix this all okay um yeah so this is this isn't a good lunar wave really but this just kind of shows you on the outside it looks like they're oh this this makes it too too big but it looks like let me see if in the beginning i mean just for the people at home you're like what is a lunar wave i know that people are listening without video but it actually looks like that the moon the way the way the outside edges of the moon is that there is literally some sort of liquid in between it from our perspective so this is, let's see if we can see it. Hold on. Let's see. So you see it right there. Like that's, that's a lunar wave. And then I think it, I think it weighs up here. Yeah. Right. It here. happens twice. Yeah. Right here. Right here. So you really have to pay attention to this stuff, guys. People are like, oh, what are you guys talking about? The lunar wave. People are like, you guys are freaks. And I get it. We are freaks, no doubt. But you guys just have to look into the lunar wave yourself to understand it doesn't make sense. And, like, I do believe they're, like, uh, this is, the, the, I don't even want to share the commercial, but do you remember there was, like, a Smirnoff, I, I, it was, like, a Smirnoff vodka commercial where, like, burst into the space and it was water. It was vodka. Uh, Let me how long it. ago was this commercial? Because Forever. I haven't like in the seen 90s. a commercial in a really it's long like from time. the 90s. 90s, let's okay. see. There uh, was a while you're looking that up, there was another commercial that someone just put up. Um, 
uh, God, I forget what it is, Alec Baldwin, I think it was, and it was a Hulu commercial. And he was basically saying like, we want to turn your brain to mush because we want to take over the world. And then at the end, a lizard tail comes out of his suit and like, he does like a little slurp, like a reptilian. I was like, so what do you think about that? That's like a big, you know, David Icke theory, the the lizard theory. And and I, I do believe there is something weird to these bloodlines. Like, uh, but you know, I and I also believe like Nephilim, there was giants and stuff. So the idea that there were some sort of like human lizard hybrids is not that far fetched. I don't think that's that hard to believe. So well, I see lizards all the time. You know what I mean? And I live I in look, Florida, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I see freaking monkeys look just like me. Like, we're not that different. They're just in a human suit. I mean, listen, I have, you saw me on my cat already. I have a thing called toxoplasmosis. It's a parasite from dealing with a cat's fecal matter. So I'm basically a cat. So, like, I'm not even a human being. So there could be some sort of lizard parasitic thing. I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, Whatever, there's literally insects that can go inside of another insect and operate. Have you ever seen those weird videos where like a, uh, an insect will go inside of like- I do like, not watch insect videos ever. I really, I hate butterflies. I hate all bugs. These um, are weird. They, you'll see it's like, it'll be like recommended on Instagram. It'll be like a weird thing. Um, <laughs> I get pissed. Like I go on next door and people will be like, can someone identify this bug? And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't come on here to see a freaking cricket up close you really don't like bugs wow, <laughs> well, wow. have you ever seen have you ever seen a palmetto bug what is that i mean i think that's, have you ever I, been to florida uh, m- multiple times too many times okay, i don't know like, like i said i don't i've seen like a bunch of fucked big, up bugs and they okay. fly and they fly and there's a huge roach with hairy legs and a tiny little head and they're outside and they're well you you they come inside too i mean you have to have pest control or else they're in your house period Wow, Florida is wild. I'm in Dallas. I mean, shit. I'm not gonna lie. I see some bugs every once in a while, but I'm I, I, like, I see a freaking ant, a, a sugar ant or something. I'm one with the universe. I stopped <laughs> eating meat. I don't really. I honestly, I'm so woo woo. If I see a roach, I always kill it. I don't see a ton, but I don't like killing a roach. Isn't that weird? Like I've never I don't... killed one in my life. I'm too what? scared. What? So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm too many to count. I mean, are you kidding? I've been to houses where like, uh, oh, yeah, I've been to so many situations where I've had to kill roaches. Yes. You've never killed a roach in your life? I'm not afraid I'm of a roach. Me and a roach? That's a, that, I, that shows you. What, but I hate to cut you off and saying that shows you the sickness in my mind, guys. If you're out there, I could be an exterminator. I'm primetime 99. That's just a, I'm just trying to think of a good example of my personality. If I see a roach, zero fear. No. Nope. Oh, oh. I, I see that roach. I can stop it. That roach, when it sees me, it's, it's I'm its worst nightmare because I'm not going to stop till the thing's dead. And, but I'm not, I don't feel good about it. I'm just saying, gosh, I don't give two shits. And I look at one, if I see a roach, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're done. You're just met your undertaker, bud. So, you know, good luck. Good luck. Good fucking luck is what I say to the roach. And then it's a game, and then I enjoy it. So, sorry, I'm going off of the roach thing. You hate the I bugs. Did, I did. I kind of like the gator, bugs. though, last year. So With a gun? How did you do that, young lady? Please explain it's that. Like, it's like a bang stick. Have you ever watched, like, Swamp People? Of course. And so, but isn't it a... I thought it's a shotgun they use. What, what's a bang uh, well, stick? Well, <laughs> it is a shotgun, but you have to, like, put pressure on the head of the gator and then it releases the bullet. So you have to literally be like within arm's know, reach. What does it. it have some contraption on it that knows like, or are you just, um, do, you, do you click a trigger though? Yeah, no, no, the, oh. the trigger you just is touch when it you to press it. it down, when you press it down, yeah. And it shotgun blast it. Is it a big shell or is it just like a slug? 
you have to make sure the bullet or the gator's head is underwater or else the skull could come out and like impale you. So it has to be underwater when you do it. Wow. And you can just kill them willy nilly. It's no big deal. You need deal. to have a, a permit for that. But yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying, and so what the hell? I mean, there's just all these <laughs> gators. That's pretty <laughs> freaky. Did you do it? Did you Talk make about a reptilians. wall? Yeah, I should say, well, did you take, did you do anything cool with the gator skin? Did you make it? Uh, 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 I mean, uh, my brother took it and I think he's going to make like something out of it, but we ate the meat. So. Lala, you're a monster. You look at you killing. <laughs> look at you, alligator hunting. You're lizard hunting. Are you going to kill? I won't this? kill a roach. <laughs> I know. You'll kill an alligator that would eat you in two seconds. An alligator would enjoy it. He would get multiple pleasure. He would taste delicious. He would have the white meat part of you, the dark meat, the light part. He would love eating you. Do you think that actually, uh, do you actually was thinking that the other day? Because I feed my, I have a turtle and I feed him like old insects. Speaking of insects, this is the insect episode. That's what we needed to name it, the episode <laughs> of insects. But I feed him insect, like these like insect pellets and he like goes crazy for them. Like he loves it. He knows, he knows when he's going to get fed and you're not supposed to even feed a turtle that much. But I'm like, does he enjoy the flavor? Do you think that they, so like, do you think a turtle, a reptile, do they have flavor yeah. profiles? They have to, I think right? So. I think yeah. so. Um, so I reached out to you because I heard you on, on Black Pill Radio uh, a few weeks ago, I guess. And I thought you were hilarious. Um, I heard you talking a little bit about, well, I was looking up some of your episodes today and I saw that you called in Dr. Drew. <laughs> and then I also heard that you called in Howard Stern when you were trying to speak to Hillary Clinton. Okay, no, so uh, the, he had Hillary on a few years <laughs> after, but I called in. So that's when I, like, first got awoke as shite is um, I got deep into Pizzagate, like, really deep into it. And so I got so deep into it, I, like, stayed up for a couple of nights. And Howard Stern, this is, like, when his show is on Sirius. So he's really not as popular. People think it's not that hard to get through, but it was hard for them to actually put you on air to Howard because so many people want to get, you know, or at the time people have, like, interesting shit and you only have a few... He only talks to a few guests in episodes. So it was kind of a big deal to get through, but I was in this like dark rabbit hole uh, of of John Podesta and, and, and Comet Ping Pong and James Alephantis's Instagram. And so when I called him, I was like, I was dead serious uh, trying to expose like these freaking freaks. And that's what's sad is, is going on now. Hunter Biden, you know, all these people, uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, nobody's ever going to get any justice for all this stuff. And we all know what happened. Everybody knows it's in the, it's in the, like the zeitgeist, the collective consciousness. Everybody knows Jeffrey Epstein was a freak that didn't kill himself and we'll never get any justice and nobody gives a shite. So did you talk to them? Did you talk to, Howard? Yes, yes, I did. I got through. And, and, so I, and, and he just, I go, I ask him, I go, what's the deal with Pizzagate? And uh, here, you want to listen to it? Should we listen to it? No, I yeah. play it my time. You do want to listen to it? Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it. <laughs> Let me find it. My listeners might have not. Okay, Howard Stern Pizzagate. Let me try to find it. What is that? Uh, hold on. Uh, they like scrub all this stuff. Of course, it's Howard Stern. Stein. I should have it just keyed up. Of course, here it is. Oh, shit. No, that's not right. No, that's not it. Come on, Alex. Uh, yeah, so basically I was in this dark rabbit hole of, you know, Howard Stern. 
where, where the fuck? Oh, it's on my Instagram because I had to take it off uh, uh, YouTube. Okay. There it is. Do you have a lot of trouble with that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I have so many strikes. And that's why I have six channels because I constantly getting, I'm constantly getting strike after strike. It's the most annoying thing in the world. And then, you know, it takes uh, 90 days and then it gets... Uh, it gets off your you know record or whatever the hell it's just but it's such, it's such bullshit excuse my language it's just so freaking stupid okay let me do this okay here it is it was not only to meet you but to tell you what a hero you were to me and how special you are to me and your level of expertise and everything you've done Ew. to sit here and get to tell you that is very exciting for me um i'm very normal Alex, you're on the air in Texas. How are you, Alex? Hey, now, I'm good. So, Howard, my question is, have you heard about the scandal Pizzagate involving Hillary, Jeffrey Epstein, all the child predators are running a child predator ring? That is a downtown fake downtown story. Houston. Let the guy go yes. for a second. I'll speak. But, but Robin, Robin. No, 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 no. All right. Okay. Look. For anybody who doesn't know what Pizzagate is, maybe you live under a rock and you don't read the paper, but... Pizzagate was a thing where on the web, on the internet, there was a story, it was a fake story. And, and, and by the way, you say, where do these fake stories come from? Is it some devious plot? And it is actually. Uh, the Russians and other countries like China, our enemies, sit around. They have actual groups of people in their military who do what is called disinformation. They try to confuse the idiots in this country who don't look for sources, who just are on the internet all day. They're, you know, we have people in this country who are like drones. They sit and there. they don't get corroboration. They right. just believe what they read. So anyway, a pizza gate turned out. One of these disinformation stories was that there was a pizza parlor in Washington D.C. that had a uh, pornography ring that Hillary Clinton and John Podesta were all involved in. And it was it was a cuckoo story. Like, it's, you'd look at this and go, well, of course this isn't true. This would be in every major newspaper in the world if Hillary Clinton and John Podesta were busy with child porn. So, long story short, some guy reads this and he decides he's going to investigate on his own. So he gets an AR. I think he had an AR-15 or whatever. You know, he comes in with an assault rifle, and he goes down to Washington to investigate. I mean, fortunately, all the people got out of there, but I think he shot up the place, if I have it, if my memory serves me well, yeah. And um, so this is what's happening in our country. We have the Internet. It has changed everything. And uh, you've got a bunch of morons who sit home and read Internet all day. I don't know why they don't work. And they believe anything they read. And these are very gullible, dumb people. I mean, these are the same people who donate to uh, the, the, the Baker family because, you know, or these t televangelists, even though the Baker himself was in jail. It's I mean, it's, it's the same. It's, it's just the problem is there's a lot of idiots. Listen, you hear all the time. There's certain people calling her dumb. Me. Listen, what, what are we going to do? If I was president, I'd get rid of a lot of these people. Anybody with an IQ below 110 would be gone. That's the end of them. I put them in a... Uh, now, here you go. Well, come on. I'm all fired up, Rob. Come on with me. No. But in all seriousness, that is what it is. Now, what do you want to say about it, Alex, now that I've explained yeah. it? 
Okay, well, think about this. In Podesta's leaked emails, he has a conversation with Marina Abramovich, who's a famous performance Thank artist that bases her whole art on satanic culture and 666. Alex, thank you for listening to me, and uh, I gotta go I now. I love you, Robin. I, I love your titties. Uh, I love your titties. There you go. Talk about something we can agree on, Robin. I want titties. the milk from your titties, Robin. I want them to pour all over <laughs> me like the rains in Africa. I she love your titties. milk in your titties. <laughs> Okay, okay, so that's that's that. Oh, shoot, shoot. So, but but really, I now now with that Pizzagate thing, I have to show this. You're gonna get mad, but people are gonna get mad. This guy edited this clip for me. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be you're gonna be annoyed, but this is we since we played a Howard Stern clip, we have to play one more. Do you care if we play this new Howard Stern clip Uh today? Okay, it's cool. Hold on, everybody has to see it. I just put it out today. Voila. This if your people are gonna hopefully they'll come and watch this. This is this is really interesting. This guy made an incredible edit of this video. I want you guys, I want the people at home to see this. Okay, let me put you right here. Now, guys, look at this. This is from the Chauncey Hayden interview. Watch this. You were in a court case with Howard Stern mm-hmm. where he had a supermodel's bones and he displayed them on the air and it went to yes. the, new, the Supreme Court? It, it, that, that's such a fascinating story. That the case, most fascinating story I've ever heard. And uh, we had Debbie cremated. Howard heard about it, had me come on the show. And um, that's when it all went down. You know, nobody thought that Howard was going to take the box off the earth. And uh, he did. And it was gruesome and it was horrible. And and, uh, that case is now studied in Harvard Law School. Um, To to become an attorney with a Harvard degree, you have to study this case. Um, it, it, It redefined what is defamation because what basically was happening, uh, someone who was very close to me, who I really loved dearly, uh, Debbie Kay, uh, has passed away um, with a heroin overdose. And um, But the heroin overdose story was crazy. She was trying to mail 2,200 bags of dope to Angelina Jolie, is that correct? You did your homework. shipping uh, 200 bags, or was supposed to ship, 200 bags of heroin to Angelina Jolie. Uh, She asked Debbie to ship it to her. Debbie um, was trying to get clean, but she decided to do it. But that night, Debbie uh, ended up 
uh, using some of the bags, and they were uh -huh. they were bad bags. And the next day, she she had passed away, and it was it was uh, heartbreaking. Angelina called me and said she was going to pay for the funeral, and uh, she never did. She never did. It was a major lawsuit. The family was suing for defamation, but what happened was you can't. Well, we didn't know at the time, but a judge had a rule, if you can defame a corpse, can a family sue if you defame a dead person? That was the basis of the trial. But the family, you know, and I don't blame them. They, they, you know, they came out of woodwork when that show aired, and, and it was... Disgusting. I want to sue Howard Stern, too, no doubt about it. That's terrible. Why not? Yeah, in fact, my attorney told me I should sue Howard Stern. Yeah, you could have sued Howard Stern. You should have sued him. I but you, 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 you kind of liked, even though you did, you took a lot of bad hits for Howard Stern. He didn't take any for anybody, so you shouldn't feel bad. some chunks is that correct it towered is yeah, displaying chunks of bones you really know your stuff yep there's i didn't know it either at the time there's two ways of doing it one is that what you see in the big lebowski and um me. yeah and the other kind is like uh chicken bones chunks and um it, it's 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 very wrong. unpleasant it's very unpleasant it's but unpleasant. This and, and how Howard picked up the pieces, held them up in the, you know, to the camera, and said, "Hey, Robin, do you think this is Debbie's head?" And it was unreal. It was what, unreal. What if I told you this, Chauncey? This is gonna blow your mind because I know you're pretty. You know, even though you're, you're a family man and this that, what if I told you that Howard Stern, even though he's thinks he's a germ freak, he's probably participated in satanic rituals with bones before. What if I was to tell you that? Would you believe me? Would you say that was impossible? No, nothing's impossible. That's cool. Okay, sorry. We had to do that. I know that's annoying. Enough about the Primetime 99 show. Let me go back to you. Uh, but no, what did you no. think? That's what? disturbing. What? I have never heard that story. Oh, sure. Oh, let me turn that off. Yes, that story is true because it's like scrubbed from the internet. And so I heard that from like an old uh, Stuttering John interview. And, uh, you know, that story is confirmed that Chauncey Hayden guy was part of the lawsuit. So isn't that crazy? All that stuff I called him about Pizzagate. Like, I'm getting more and more deep into Howard. I'm going to, because he was my hero, Lala. So I'm going to expose Howard because he's definitely Illuminati, New World Order, uh, yeah, bought absolutely. and sold. Yeah. Who is that? So Are what you? do you think about that? Yeah, maybe. That's what they say <laughs> on my show. And I actually kind of like that. You know, I like to, I like him to think that maybe keep him guessing. Maybe that I am CIA. It's like Anderson Cooper. Maybe I did study at the, at the CIA. So what do you think about uh, Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon? Are they your favorite? Do you love CNN, Lala? No, I've literally never watched the news ever. So I know. That's I think... why, I, that's why I was saying that. Cause didn't you just say, so, so you literally, <laughs> Do you not do you not read the news either though? Like, do you keep up? Like, how how do you um, know with current events? I hear like 
based on people I follow, I hear stuff, but even still, I'm just like, okay, that's like really sounds manufactured or whatever. I, I wonder if that has something to do with how easy it is to pull yourself out. Like if you've never watched the news growing up type of thing, you know? I don't know because like I read the news every day just to basically decode it. And I'm not like I'm some old master decoder or Jumantra just because I can, <laughs> well, just because I can see the bias in the slant. So it's like the Pentagon is constantly saying they're giving us these blurry pictures of, of UFOs. That means UFOs yeah. are fake. That means they're fake. I mean, I'm not saying there isn't some extraterrestrial thing that can't come from the ocean or this, this and that, but how they present us to these flying beings from like galaxy far, far away. Right. That's bullshit. That's fake news. Yeah, like, what do you think about USOs? We say that. What does USO stand for? Uh, unidentified like, sunking objects. Yeah, sunken yeah, object. in the water. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely. That's this is what's so bullshit. <laughs> they say we know more about space in the ocean. Yeah, I've been to a sushi restaurant <laughs> with 110 different styles of sushi, and I've never had space fish. I never had one kind of space fish, Lala. But they're gonna look me dead in the eye and be like. Hey motherfucker, we know more about that shit than where your poo-poo and pee-pee water goes or where your, you know, where our fish come from. That's a lie. That's a lie. They know way more about the ocean than they know about space. But it's not a lie that we don't know much about the ocean. Do you see where the lies and truth is mixed? Right. Right. What have they not lied to us about? Is um, there anything? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only thing they can't lie to us about is the, the the pattern or the clock in the sky, you know, the sky clock, because, like, they know they can't, unless they control the sun and moon and stars, which I don't believe. I'm just saying that's, like, the sun coming up, I think that's the only thing that's not in their control because that's, like, God created or whatever. But they would like to control that. That's, like, their main, that's the last thing that they want to get because they basically have us in the New World Order. They have us all pitted against each other. But, like, now Bill Gates wants to shoot chalk up in the atmosphere. I mean, it's like, dude, they're literally the Tower of Babel. Instead of it being a tower, it's weather modification is what it is, I believe. I was just talking about this last night of how the Bible could, like, be predictive programming in itself. Because uh, everything in Revelations, you know, Christians are like, oh, it's coming th true. It's coming true. And it's like, well, what if they wrote it that way? Well, I believe the Bible heavily is, is some sort of holy book because, you know, it's so spread. It's like the number one book, but it's definitely another manipulation tool. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, so, I, I think I mean, both can be true. I think that it could be like a holy book with a bunch of truth in it, but also been manipulated over the hundreds, well, if not thousands of time it's been rewritten. Well, and if the book's not bad, it's the interpretation of that's bad, you know? So let's not even right. say the books. But, but but then even in the Bible, I mean, like I haven't even read the whole Bible. So people, you haven't even read the whole Bible. You could do a comedy. What I'm just saying is, I'm sorry I burped like that. I'm so disgusting. I'm drinking all this soda. I'm so nasty. But this is the dating castle, so the date is officially over. Time to call the Uber. Um, but no, getting back on the theological argument, it's just what I'm saying is, I'm not saying the Bible's inaccurate, but I'm also saying that it's been corrupted by man. So it's kind of, it's kind of confusing on who to believe sometimes. Okay, hold on. Let me get this real quick. Yellow, is this something important? I'm live. <laughs> Oh, sorry. He usually doesn't call me unless it's important. He knows. Well, it's eight. It's kind of early. He knows. That. Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry. I just hadn't talked to him. I got to answer it. La la. You know, live on the air. We got to handle the business. But what do you think about, <laughs> uh, what do you think about the Bible and like Nephilim? Like they, like the book of Enoch, you know, they even say the book of Enoch is found like with the Dead Sea Scrolls. I mean, 
even that is not uh, collectively agreed upon by biblical scholars. So it's like a lot of this is, or all of it, not a lot of this, is up to your interpretation. And so right. people are gonna people are gonna get mad at other people if you don't interpret it the exact same way as I do. It's crazy to me. I know that's where the line is for a lot of people, and uh, with all due respect to them, you know, I don't I don't judge anyone for their own beliefs, but. You know, they do, they do to us, <laughs> you know, so. Well, Lala, so tell me this. Okay, so you have the nice microphone. You're, you're, why did you get into broadcasting? Like, because I, for me, it's like the truth. I didn't, I always like wanted to be a broadcaster or, you know, want to talk about something, but I, I, I was able to, I think I'm able to be funny about this because I'm actually passionate about the subjects that I talk about now. And it's like yeah. basically a news analyst or something. So what, what made you want to take it like to the next level? Like, I'm going to talk about this into a microphone because that's a big step, especially uh, as, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, sexist. You know, a woman, a beautiful young woman, truther. And I know you're, you were being anonymous. You know, you're doing the the Vendetta, V for Vendetta uh, style. Uh, <laughs> not really, but you know what I mean. Uh, but, you know, what is it? It takes a lot of moxie. So I really appreciate you is what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to applaud you for having the cojones to actually speak about this stuff. Cause it's not, I'm not well liked by some new friends I met, but a lot of my friends do not like the, the subjects that I talk about and the ideas that I, um, you know, talk, you know, just my yeah. basic ideas of life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always been kind of outspoken and kind of weird and a black sheep in pretty much all of the circles. I, I think people just kind of accepted that about me. Like, Oh man, it's just, you know, kind of crazy or whatever. Uh, that's that kind of stuff never has bothered me. I created my account um, last year, late in last year, and really just to observe and follow other people um, and not to get like I was just kind of using my personal for whatever. I never even go on there anymore. But then I started making memes and that has been bringing me a lot of joy. <laughs> The memes. I like that. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy, Lala? Why is that? Why? I, you know, and I was, I was, okay, let me tell you this. I was so, I was actually really enjoying my Instagram and making memes and stuff, but then I got so shadow banned on, on Instagram. I can't hardly get any of my moments. Now I don't even want to meme, find memes, look at memes. Like I'm just so, I, I had, a, I got a lot of cathartic good energy and, and laughter out of memes, reading the comments that the people put on the memes. Right. Now, now I'm almost, I'm saying you still have a lot of meme energy, I think. And I'm not saying you run <laughs> out of it. I'm almost run out of meme energy because like I had it that it was rolling good and then it like stopped dead in its tracks. And it's like all that momentum, it's hard to build it back up. Kind of sucks. Sometimes it happens like that. I'm like, man, this meme factory is running low right now. You know, sometimes you got to borrow from other people sometimes. I mean, you have a lot going on. So I just have my memes in my podcast. And the reason why I started my podcast is because I started finding podcasts that I actually enjoyed listening to. I always, I never really got the appeal of them. And I guess I just never found the niche that I wanted. And then when I started finding stuff like about the current events that I was into and then uh, more into like the metaphysical stuff that we were talking about, I just thought like, why can't I do that? And why can't I have these conversations with people that I find interesting? And then I just started it like a couple weeks later. So look at you. That's I'm the same way. I'm like, look, these people are talking <laughs> about it. Well, because the mainstream media can never talk about this subject. So we're not competing with any of those people. So it's just literally 
dog eat dog. Let's talk about it and not live in fear. I love that you actually did that. So you are, it, 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 this is what I'm saying. I was actually listening to this, the CNN revelation where the guy was talking about like, uh, 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 if it bleeds, it leads. And he was like saying all this stuff, you know, like this terrible stuff. But he said like, one of the things he said that resonated with me, he's like, people love passion. And that's true. You know, it's like, even if you're lacking somewhere, if you're actually passionate about it, that comes through. And that's what I saw with other truthers and stuff like that. Like their editing and all their crap might not be like all that badass. Not that mine is. <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't take all that because if they're passionate about the subjects like RV Truth, if you ever look into him, you need to interview RV Truth. That'll be really interesting. Well, I'll send you his link. Or write him down, RV Truth. He'll, he'll really freak your mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a big guy. He's a, You'll love him. And I'll, I'll give him your information. You definitely need to interview him. But um yeah, I, I'm just saying it, it's. I kind of lost my train of thought when I'm saying that when you're speaking. Why did you start yours, or how long have you been doing it? Well, I started in May, and I started my Instagram a little bit before, and I started mine during the freaking pandemic. I was just sick of it, and and really, well, another thing that was big part of it. I worked for a TV show, Cheaters, where we catch people cheating on their husbands and wives, and I signed an I know NDA. Exactly I can only about. I can only say so much about that, but but the the host, my good friend Clark Gable, died of a fentanyl drug overdose. And the guy that owned the show told me I was going to be the next host. And then when it came time for this show to come back like a year later or two years later, he didn't hire me. So I was, I was really dejected and I quit there. And so it, it was actually a guy at Cheaters that suggested, hey, Alex, he had his studios. Like, you need to start doing your own show. And that thing, and next thing you know, now I'm never going to stop, Lala. Primetime 99 is never going to stop, and either should you, because the only person that's stopping us is ourselves. Is that show true like are those real stories obviously i can't talk about that lala but you can do your own information like i said i talked about a non-disclosure agreement with them so right, i can right. i can reveal anything and anything that i'm not liable in a lawsuit but anybody can do their own research and as a skeptic <laughs> can make their own deductive reasoning but i'll tell you it's the same as all reality tv That's right i was gonna say i feel like maybe when reality tv first hit the scene like I don't know, nineties or something like that. Maybe they were a little bit more realistic. And then, well, well, I think it's impossible, even though reality TV, like now, like big brother and all this stuff, you know, they, they can, you know, pick who goes home and stuff, but reality res never ever is, will never ever be able to be real. Cause it's never going to be like a fly on the wall. Like, you know, it's never real reality. That's the only way it's like the Truman show, which resonated with me. You know, you have to have somebody in a cage and not not know they're being filmed for it to actually be reality. Because as soon as a person knows a camera or you set them up in a scene with a microphone, they're going to talk different. You and I are talking, yeah. even though you and I are talking normal, or like how we talk, we're still, I'm still talking a little bit different. You know, it's like right. it's impossible not. So, you, so to really have a real reality show, you have to not, it's like what the CIA watches when they watch our webcams. That's the real reality show. When they see me, you know, uh, eating Oreos at three in the morning, that's the, and using my phone as a light. And I'm like, I've got shit on my face and my phone, using it to find the worst. That's the reality show. And, the and you're sleeping probably, with how many cats? Well, I, in the bed too. <laughs> and Kyle sometimes will come in the morning and we'll have a kind of a foursome type deal. It's not a healthy relationship, Lala. It's a disgusting, I have a lot of mental health issues and I'm addicted to, I have talked Plasmosis. So I have health issues and I want to be treated fairly. And we are all about equity here at the Conspiracy Council. So what do you think about that? Equality versus equity and the fact that they're voting for reparations. Are you pro-reparations? I'm kind of pro-reparations. Why the fuck not? Who cares? It's all fake money anyway. It's going to collapse sooner than right? later. 
But, but I also just wish people would stop living with like this victim consciousness in general, regardless of their race. Just literally everybody. Is any, is anybody ever going to stop playing the victim though? I mean, that is that that's all society is. Who can be the bigger victim? It's a. Victim it's like if you're not a victim, you're racist now. It's one or the other. <laughs> No, it really is that bad. I mean, the victim, the in the victim shaming, people get so much joy out of like, like, uh, also like what I'm saying is, people want to play the victim, and then also the right looks to like you know kind of rub it in and, and start it. They have us divided. So what I'm saying, what I'm my point, what I'm trying to get to is, if they do the reparations, that's meant to divide us more because it's the, everybody's going to see all the black people with this new money. They're going to be balling and, and buying new cars and they're going to be all going to Miami and everybody's going to see that. And the collective consciousness is going to be like, oh, they're all having all that fun while I'm sitting here broke with my kids and I can't, you know, feed my daughter. Oh, fuck. And, you know, America and learn and, you know, go get her done, get her done, get her done. And it's just going to be a really fucked up situation like American History X or something. Right. Right. Is that how they talk in Texas? Kinda. That's how I talk. How y'all doing? Not in Dallas. Dallas is like I I work out of company from Texas, so I go there often. And uh, wow, this is the dating castle, Lala <laughs> Beams. Everybody that's watching at home, people said the dating castle. It's funny because if you're coming to Dallas, we have to we have to uh, at least get a cup of coffee. I don't. I stopped drinking alcohol. Do you do you drink? <laughs> I used to drink a lot. Are you? Or do you like? To I imbibe? drink sometimes, but I I was going to say if this is the dating castle, uh, my friend. Velo actually wanted me to say that uh, you're kind of her type, and she likes cats too. So wow! And is she in the Metroplex, or does she come by Dallas? You know, I'm not very picky. I would love to meet her. I don't her. know. I, know. I, I thought she was watching. Maybe she'll say something in the chat. Hey, Velo. Say something, Velo. Is it Vila or Velo with an O or Velo. A? Oh, like Velo. I like it, Velo. <laughs> Welcome to the Conspiracy Castle, Velo. You can. You can be my very special guest in the behind the scenes of the castle where not a lot of people get to see. And I know that's not a great, you know, thing. I'm not saying see him behind the scenes. Yeah, Wait, do you have dating castle often? <laughs> Why are people saying that? It's always kind of. No, no, okay. you, you just kept saying it. So. No, no. People always joke around whenever I have a girl or any woman oh, okay. on. Even like when I have not anything against you, but I have a, a, a Lorraine Day, an 84-year-old woman on the show. She's a doctor. She's great. But people even always say there's romantic. And I admit there is a little romantic chemistry there. I just think it's natural. I mean, come on. I'm a host of a show. I have young ladies on the show, old ladies, all ladies. Come on. It's a, it's part of my charisma. Give me a freaking joke. It's the Dating Castle Wednesdays. But uh, back to you. Back to you. What is your ideal first date? And uh, what is your Venmo username? Oh man. Um my OnlyFans is just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I was insinuating. No, but I hate those questions like no. first day. I, I, well, I hate first day. Like, okay, I'll give you I love being outside. Like and I have like a type that I like fishermen. It's really weird um to most people, but I mean you can see behind me. Where I are you? Fish. Yeah, wait, where are you? Are you near the water? Uh, can you say I'm that? In I'm Florida. Just like Oh, yeah, I'm you said Florida. that already. So, wait, so you like all these, like, fishermen? Wow. Wait, you <laughs> I, like, I like blue collar. 
Those guys are badass. One of my buddies, Johnny Coons, moved to Alaska and is a successful fisherman. And, and other guys go there. All these Highland Park kids go and work for him in the summer and stuff. But that's hard work. So you'd like a hard working, kick ass guy. But you also must like a guy that gets to go away for a week every day. You know, you must like your alone time too or something. Um, well, I mean, in Florida, it's not really like that because they, they have like a lot of just day charters and stuff like that. Oh, um, duh. I don't fucking yeah. know. Do you know a lot have of you yachties? Ever been fishing? I suck. I know. I've never been on a yacht or fishing. Well, <laughs> I'm a bitch ass. Are you kidding? I'd fucking go out there and I'd get overheat from the sun. I've been on boats in Miami and stuff like that. I've been on a cruise ship twice. I've been on, I mean, you know what the fuck I mean. I mean, I'm not some maritime expert by any means. I spent a lot of time at the ocean. Not on boats, but Lala. So are you like, are you one of these like boat and hose type of girl? Are you on the boat all day no. long? Oh uh, no, I'm just jealous. I'm not telling you that, but you know how all their Instagram girls are always anytime they're on a boat, they take a picture of the boat. You know, I think what is it about the boat? Uh, this is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Lala, I love you already. You like fishermen. <laughs> it's not I don't think you like the fishermen. I think you like the boat. I think everybody likes the boat. No, no, because I don't like I mean they have their hands have to be like rough and like I they don't necessarily have to have a boat. They just have to know how to fish and we could buy a boat one day. Anna, but there is something masculine about a boat. I don't know what it is. It's just rough yeah, and Yeah, I mean, I mean but like if they have a boat and they don't know how to fish like I'm not about it. So well, this shit, is, shit, I'm just... fucked. You're gonna unlike me. I barely, I don't even eat meat. I eat vegetarian sushi. Is my new favorite food. How hey, fucked up is you, that? I told you, there's Velo, the Velo commented in the chat. So, Velo, Victoria Lopez. Wait, Victoria Lopez. Ooh, wow, <laughs> that sounds like lethal. Is that Jennifer Lopez? We call her Velo. Oh, that's Velo. Oh, duh, like J Lo, Victoria <laughs> Lopez. Come on down. The prices. Right. I like yeah. that. So, okay, well, so let's ask you, what's what's your type? What's your uh, ideal date? Well, I mean, I'd prefer if she has, if she was maimed in some sort of accident, because I would like, I prefer a woman that has post-traumatic stress and an artificial limb, because I don't want her to, I don't want her to cheat on me. I just want like a woman that's going to love me and not be fond over constantly. And just, you know, I don't want a perfect, I'm not perfect. So I would really like a military veteran or an ex UFC fighter. So if you could find me that with an ex UFC fighter that had like staph infection and had to get her foot amputated or diabetic, that's my dream girl. So, okay, I don't know what to say. To that. You don't know any diabetic UFC fighters by the chance? Uh, no. Velo, it's okay if you don't have diabetes yet. Yet. But we're going to the all-you-can-eat buffet, Velo, so get ready. She said she's looking for someone who wears suits and is smart enough to commit a white-collar crime. Uh, you know, the thing is, I'd probably get caught. I can't, you know, I have to follow all the rules. And I'm wearing the suit. Look, tonight, somebody made fun of my pocket square. Like, look, I'm wearing a pink pocket square to match with my tie. I usually wear a white. We're stepping up the castle. If I'm I had a suit, I would be wearing one right now with you, but... Sorry. You don't have a Hillary Clinton pantsuit, Lala? You're canceled. <laughs> no. You're fired. You're fired. What do you think about Trump daddy? He became a vaccine salesman. He's a bitch ass. What do you think about Trump? Oh, that's so horrible. And I'm honestly like sick of the people being like, oh, it's optics. Trust the plan. Like I'm, I'm there is really, I just talked to my friend today, um, my coworker, and he was saying how he got the Johnson and Johnson because apparently it was like not the modified RNA yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Is he feeling like, bad? 
no and then, and then that's the, the other thing is every, all my coworkers are like oh i just got it i feel horrible i feel like i have a whole rock attached to my brain and then this other guy he's like in his 30s he said oh i passed out from it it's like this is not normal why we can only say we're live on youtube so we can only say so much stuff they get medical information i get so yeah. many strikes a lot but i'm uh, we've probably already said enough i might have to put this on patrons only we'll see what else you say but i'm saying <laughs> no 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 no. it's not you it's not you i'm just a bitch ass i'm a cuck i have to cuck to youtube because i don't lose my channel but no no don't worry don't worry don't worry what i'm trying to say is this is you're so right people are freaking taking unnecessary risks for unnecessary shit because we live in a world of fat Americans that rather eat free donuts than actually take care of their health. You know what I mean? So it, it, this is another thing I say. Listen, and I've been talking about this lately because I just you know listened to a podcast. A&W Hamburgers, when they were first coming out, they were trying to compete with McDonald's and they did this huge national uh, market survey study where they asked people what they thought was bigger, the third pound burger or the quarter pounder because they were competing with McDonald's quarter pounder and so they made a burger that was a third of a pound, which is bigger than a quarter pounder. But people were so dumb when they saw the one four instead of the one three, everybody thought the one four was bigger because people were that stupid. They can't do one simple fraction. So that's what I'm saying is society is so fucked, Lala, that we are, if we, is it even worth saving? You know, and I'm, I'm not saying I don't want to you know, yell and Lala, I mean, and call out hypocrisy, but is society savable? I would argue, I do not think so. I do not think it's, I mean, that sounds weird. People are like, oh, that's, that's, what is that? That's very black pill, I guess, or whatever. But I just don't know if that's, I don't know. I don't, I mean, save it from what? From itself? I mean, we're kind of constantly tear each other down. We're on this highway to hell. And they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's the problem. Is society is going to overdo these good intentions and literally create like a dystopian apocalyptic future in within the next five years, I believe. It's definitely headed that way. Um, regardless if that's true or not, that that's actually going to happen. I do still believe in, you know, the power of positivity and the positive, the power of like raising your vibration. So I like to keep, uh, Thinking I manifest that. I manifest that when I say it. And, you know, we're going to be okay. I think you and I will be okay, Lala, because we're, we're awake to it. But people are going to be under such trauma-based mind control, they will never be able to get out. It's like Aldous Huxley, a brave new world. Like, people are going to be so scared because the reality that which they live in, uh, you and I will not live in that same reality. Like, we don't live in now. But the reality that people live in will be so trauma-based that they will have no quality of life in the near future. And that's the apocalyptic future. Because if you really think about it, going to a grocery store and everybody's wearing a hazardous mask, we're already in the apocalypse. I would have never thought that. I would have never fucking thought that. You always see futuristic things. People are always wearing helmets. I'm like, what is that predictive program? Why would people need helmets? Well, now I know why every motherfucker needs a helmet. And that's so sad that that's where we're heading. They're not coming off. They're only adding more. It's really bizarre. It's very bizarre. What are... Uh... What are some of like your favorite conspiracies to dive into, like on the on the lighter side? <laughs> on the lighter side of <laughs> not, conspiracy. Like no, let me tell you. Playing with bones. <laughs> I know. Let me tell you what I really like and what really taught me a lot is I really liked L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology and that psyop. Oh, I oh, love the spices. World headquarters. 
Yeah, because you're in Clearwater. Okay, I see Spicy Sarah. I feel like I hadn't seen you in the chat, Spicy Sarah. What's up, girl? Okay, but yeah, so you live near the freaking headquarters. Wait, oh, slow down. Slow down. Let me tell you a little bit about L. Ron Hubbard because, you know, he's part of all the space psyop with, you know, uh, basically Jack Parsons and all these guys were were the people that created the NASA program were all satanic, occultic, uh, like sex magic, devil worshiping, freaks, drug addicts, including L. Ron Hubbard himself. And he was high on mescaline and pain pills and cigarettes constantly. And he created this religion and like on Tom Cruise, one of the biggest actors and a lot of other actors became a part of it. So the guy in Scientology is probably for me, like the juiciest Hollywood, you know, fluffer nutter uh, conspiracy in my opinion. I, I, really want to have like a Scientology cult survivor. I've been saying this on my show, um, but I keep like trying to find one and they all have pronouns in their profiles. So they're just like, you know, liberals or mentally ill. It's because of their cult <laughs> is my okay. take on it. But uh, have you, did you see the documentary about all that? Uh, like Leah Remini or whatever her name is when she, she got, I, I've watched it all. Leah Rimini, you know, she's the one on A and E. And then uh, the best one though is the documentary is Going Clear on HBO. And I don't like to pump up HBO; they're terrible. But you need to watch Go. You need to watch that tonight, Lala. That's the best uh, uh, breakdown of Scientology and like the psyop of it, and basically how they excommunicate people. Like the reason why Scientology is bad is because like if you decide to go against it, a they, they prey on vulnerable people by getting them to constantly pay money and they get them, like once they get them in the program, they get their social security number and they have a whole bank division where they just go and apply to my, uh, you know, MasterCard, Visa and get credit cards in these people's names so they can uh, buy books and all this literature. And it's really just like this weird uh, money, religion scheme. I mean, it's really some dark stuff. But the problem is, this is where it gets bad. They, they excommunicate members. So like if one person in the family leaves, the whole family has to excommunicate and not talk to you. And it's really fucked up when they do that. That's like they're, that's like what they're known for being so evil because like, let's say you're a Scientologist, you want to quit. If you have a job, a lot of the Scientologists help people get jobs. They You get fired, you lose your job, they take away your permits. They personally, it's called squirrel. It's not just, they don't just excommunicate you, they go after you. You actually become, if you are a member of the church and you leave it, you don't just become excommunicated, you actually become an enemy, like what they call an enemy of the church. Yeah, and uh, do you know about, you seem like you know a lot about it, and I couldn't think of the name of, they have like a boat where they put all the kids on, and they... Yeah, that's a Sea Org. That's a Sea Org. And so, you know, kids go on there, but I think you might have to be 16 or 18, because there's a different thing for kids. But the Sea Org is where you sign a billion-year contract, and you go on a boat, and you just go through Panama, and you're supposed to be doing like mission missionary work, and you they pay you like 15 cents an hour, and you just do intense auditing, and auditing is their idea of like, you know, psychiatry basically. And they just audit you. They write down stuff and they talk, they put you in like kind of this like mini psychosis state where you talk about past lives and you're actually trying to get rid of thetans and bad energies and bad vibrations. Like some of the stuff they talk about as woo woo and weird as it gets, you know, it probably does help people even though like it's, it's so weird. Cause I think talking to anybody about anything can be kind of cathartic. Like even this show talking to you, it can be 
cathartic. So I'm not saying a religion can't have something good, but that religion's it's fucked up. The Sea Org is they they you know I'm trying to say I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to make a case for the people that fall into it. I can see why They're everybody that's looking for something, uh, you know, you just you just fall into the trap. For some reason, this earbud's killing my ear, but um. I, you can just see how that happens with something like Scientology and these people think they're going on missionary work on a boat. It's fucked up, Lala. Yeah, and they had like all these tables set up at all of the Walmarts by like in this area where they would have like a little stress test thing set up and you'd be like, it's how emir. stressed are you? Yeah, and then once you take the test, because it's like free stress test, here comes they the They never Ron stop Hubbard emailing. Book. Yeah, they, they want to sell you a book. You got to immediately buy something. It's a scam. And they own some of the biggest real estate holdings in the United States, especially where you're at in Clearwater. They own downtown Clearwater. Is that correct, almost? Yeah. Yep. And they I mean, all walk around. Um, they all walk around. Uh, sorry, I just got a text. Uh, my friends want, hi, Roan and Austin. And uh, Hey, Roan. Hey, yes. Austin. <laughs> Where's my girl, Victoria Lopez? Where you at, Vilo? But, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They walk all around in the same outfit, and they just, they look like robots. It's crazy. What is the outfit? What's the outfit they wear? It's it's almost like a, it's like a white collared shirt and khakis or na- navy pants. And I've told this story before, but I used to, like, go in and, like, skateboard, like, down there and run in and just yell like there is a god or something just like fuck look at you lala you're stirring the pot that's my little truther babe right there going and yelling at the scientologist lol you're a badass this was like i was really young too so i you know i was this is probably like 14 years old 15 well you know so. one good thing another thing i'm like has been saying nice at least they have constant security around it because I, I lived in west hollywood for a little bit near kind of near not like right next to scientology but there's always a scientologist on their bike so at least there's no crime in that. Like it's a nice, probably a safe place for you to exercise in all reality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did any Scientologists ever like try to, uh, you dealt with a lot of them trying to get you to get on the e-meter? Like, hey, join it, you know. Have you interacted uh, with them? Many people have you just seen it? No, they definitely will just stick to themselves in the downtown area. There was weird stories coming out sometimes. I remember uh someone had died in one of their buildings and they said that essentially they wouldn't let them get doctor's care and she could have been healed and they had her when they found her she had like cockroach bites all over her yeah that's what's his name's wife that that was really fame that was uh that was a really famous case that woman that that uh they didn't let her leave like she died there and and uh, i know exactly what you're talking about but i'm not exactly i can't think of it there's been a bunch of weird cases like that, like Shelly Miscavige, the head guy, his name is David Miscavige, and they haven't seen her, his wife in like nine years. And Leah Remini tried to blow the whistle, yes, and the cops like looked into it and they said that they communicated with her and that's all and they can't do anything else. Yet something weird, yes, and that's the head of the whole thing, David Miscavige. So they are really freaking weird, Lala. And that's like, mm-hmm. that, that's baby truth, but it's really just, you need to, everybody needs, if you haven't seen the documentary, Going Clear, on HBO, or it's probably bootlegged everywhere because it's been out. But it, it's the best, uh, you know, succinct documentary about uh, Scientology and L. Ron Hubbard and their control and how they got, you know, tax-free exemption. It's just a really good uh, documentary, one of the best I've ever seen. I'm not, I'm not just saying that. I also have. I just booked today. Uh, David Thibodeau, I think his name is. He's like the Waco survivor. 
Wow, I haven't talked to him. I don't know. That Waco thing was a weird psyop. We're going to have more of that type of stuff Ooh, in the very near future. Really? So, yeah, I you mean, think I, th I think that's the next psyop, too. Is like, I don't know. I mean, just Waco type events. I mean, I didn't know that. We were so oh, young. You know what I mean? Like, you know, FBI standoffs. They love that. I mean, watch. They're going to have more standoffs, more riots. This is going to be this is going to be white boy summers, what they're calling it. That means riot boy summer. They're going to be this summer. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what psyop is going to happen. But the media is going to be looking for news coverage. The guy from CNN, I've said this twice, he goes, if it bleeds, it leads. Like, they're going to, without Trump, these media moguls are going to get desperate. And they're going to try to start a literal war. And it's not, I'm not being facetious. They're going to be trying to do this. And this show isn't satire. It's entertainment purposes only. But I, that's just the vibrational energy that seems to be giving off sometimes. Yeah. Well, shift that timeline. I know you guys love your black pills, but. But explain that because I think I was listening to, a, just watching a video about how like we do control. There's only a certain amount of outcomes our life can have. And we actually make those outcomes like like there's predetermined outcomes that we actually choose by making decisions like going left or right, doing this or that. Um, so, you know, kind of what do you believe about that, you know, creating your own reality and manifesting it? And because I manifested a bunch of bad stuff tonight. Is that and I manifest all the time. I drink all this soda. I'm always manifesting like Alzheimer's <laughs> and kidney stones and stuff. You're a vegan who uh, who don't want to talk about it. I'm a <laughs> fucked up person with a lot of emotional, mental health issues. Uh, look at this. Let's start a YouTube channel where we eat crab legs. We'll drink drawn butter and get diabetes for you. Do you see this? Oh, Victoria, let's start another YouTube <laughs> channel. I love that. All you can eat crab legs ASMR. We'll get. Oh, Victoria Velo. Wow, Velo. I'd love to dip some freaking crab in some butter and feed you. I would love it. Diabetes. So if, if you, all you have to do is lose your foot or one toe, two toes. I mean, two toes. If then you can lose a pinky one. And if you, if you lose your big toe, you only have to lose your big toe, Victoria. That's just one big toe. And you're going to balance. is going to be off, but I will carry you. I swear, Victoria. Your center of gravity will be bad, but you'll be so covered in butter that we'll probably have to get a wheelchair anywhere. So it's really not that big a deal. So you're not going to be walking that much. So, yeah, be loud. So back to back you controlling timelines. I've had I've been having really weird dreams lately about this. Um, I watched uh, we watched Vanilla Sky the other night, and I don't know if you've ever seen that before. That's true. That's what's happening. Go ahead. But yeah, how do you plug into a fake reality? Like, a, a, yeah. So he had gotten to an accident, fucked up his face, and then he went and basically paid to be like in this virtual reality forever and he kept having technical difficulties tech support tech support so <laughs> basically when you're like going and i i, I think that the, that's what my dreams have been about ever since then is how one thing like even like someone like you has could potentially just be a projection of my thoughts like did i come up with you in my thoughts like and i think you know People bring up simulation theory, but I don't really like that because it feeds into nihilism for me. I think that it could potentially be true, but it has to be combined with like a divine creator. And I do think that both could be true. So if you think of the world in that way of energies, frequencies, vibrations, and you're just focusing on all of this negative stuff all the time and the world ending up in like that 
dystopia or whatever you said at the end of the world, which we are, there is an apocalypse, there's an unveil unveiling happen, which is li literally what that means. Um, I, I just don't agree with that. I just, regardless if that's like how we end up, I think it's a direct reflection of so many people being fear focused on it. Well, well, do you not think that they want to make things so bad so that you do a vanilla sky and you plug your consciousness into a computer and they tell you, well, all you have to do is kill yourself, but you're going to live forever in the simulated reality of heaven. Do you think Earth. that we already did that? And maybe like when we're dreaming, we're really alive. Wow. Well, I mean, right now, am I plugged into it? Sometimes I do feel that because <laughs> I mean, yeah, I swear, because I'll be walking and I'll be like, and I don't feel like I have a lot of luck, but sometimes when things are going my way, I'm like, is this a sim is this meant to and it and it sometimes goes on my channel because sometimes I get a strike and stuff. Sometimes I'm like, am I meant to be a big time broadcaster? Like, cause I always meant, you know, because that I am meant to be a broadcaster. I'm not saying that that means it's fake, but kinda. It's like, is it fake? You know, is this am I really doing this? Yeah, sometimes I do kind of struggle with what is real. It's not that I think the world's fake, but no, I don't know. I don't it's a, it's hard, it's just hard, like um, what is life? What is this? Why am I here? <laughs> am I real? What am I a soul? This body? I can't control my body, but I can't I can't control this involuntary stuff. I mean, there's just a lot of existential questions that can't be answered. So it's really can be mine, you know. What are your thoughts then on the divine creator? Is there one, etc.? There's got to be a creator and maybe multiple. I know that people don't like that, but maybe that's the Trinity. Maybe there's three, you know, maybe there's different, you know, gods that are competing against each other. I, I, I don't know, but I just feel like there has to be a creator because we have such a complex system that couldn't have been created on accident. And like just the sheer fact of us being here is so minute, minuscule, impossible. Yet we're here and we don't take advantage of it because there's a lot of ex, you know, external uh, circumstances that make us, that take away from our pineal, pineal gland or from our soul. But like, there is something to this. I don't know what, I don't know what we go to, but there, to me, the idea that they tell us we evolved from pond scum, they tell us that we're hurtling through space. That is just another technique for them to, to manipulate and control us. So it's probably the opposite. Whatever they tell us, we ought to believe the opposite. Yeah, or a combination of all of the things, plus what you see in the movies, I think, tell a lot of the truth. <laughs> truth in the movies lies in the news, that's for sure. What about, have, have I've been hearing a lot of people talk about like that King Kong Godzilla. Uh, yeah, I know. People have been talking about that movie. I, what, what do you think that, about that? I was thinking, oh, I wonder what the sign of that is. I kind I of want to watch it just because it talks about like the hollow earth and all of that. I think... Uh, Elon Musk said it was like a conspiracy theories wet dream. Is that how he described it? Is that really I true? Think so. Wow, maybe I had to watch it. I'm sure it's on on demand. You don't have to go to the theater, do you? I don't know. Now I think all movies are basically on demand. I believe. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to see it. So are you going to go watch it now? Are you going to go watch it? Guys? I don't know. I rarely from? watch movies, but I do. He's probably wanna, paid by the fucking uh, movie company to tweet that. I mean, you right. know what I mean? Like, give me a break. He's such a fraud. And he's with that grind <laughs> girl. Did you see her tattoo? Uh, 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 and, and I well, just Elon must piss me off. He's like, oh, it looks so real. It's got to be fake. And he, you know, he even I mean, he just basically yeah. he, he he's the revelation of the method. Like, either he's just so stupid, which I don't believe, or he's just, like, teasing us because, like, they get no pleasure. They have all the money in the world, so they don't have anxiety about money. 
So their problems are like, well, let's create my own problems. Let me date this weird girl that has like weird tattoo issues. And let me give my son like a name that people can't even say. Like they have to create their own problems. They have to be self-sabotagers because uh -huh. they have to give themselves something to do. So they have to create problems because their money solves all their issues. So they have to create problems that aren't solvable with money. Like public relation nightmares or, or putting your opinion out there, smoking weed on Joe Rogan's show. When it's not illegal, it's not even bad, but it just sends this message that causes you more hysteria, hysteria, puts a magnifying lens on you on purpose, which I do that too. I like attention, but he's just an attention whore. <laughs> like myself. Right. <laughs> me and Elon will be buds. We'll be attention whore Olympics, Elon. But you win. You beat me every day. He's got the fake space going to Mars. It's like they, they're going to, Elon Musk is talking about putting Jurassic Park on Mars and they can't even fix homelessness or, uh, you know, help our military vets when they get back. Give me a freaking break. But dinosaurs are fake too. Dinosaurs are bullshit. Yeah, like we have big lizards. Well, I mean, well, and you look at a whale bones, you guys type in sperm whale. I mean, some of these bones that have washed up on Earth can be huge. I mean, a, a sperm whale is huge. So the fact that there's big bones exist, big bones exist now. So that's not enough evidence. And all the bones are found within like a few thousand feet of the soil. I mean, the idea that the Big Bang is everything came from nothing, that's fucking lie a lie 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 <laughs> that's why we know that how did somebody had to create us i mean something i mean an egg sent from freaking superman wherever he's from i mean somebody sent it here uh you know somehow uh and i know I'm, I'm saying that facetiously but i'm just saying some like being smarter than us decided this shit that we can't even understand we can't even comprehend like that thing inside of us that controls our body maybe it's that times a million like and it, and it doesn't need its its body wherever it resides right now it doesn't need the physical body right yep dinos are fake dragons probably real nuclear giants, weapons definitely real shit yeah giants also are real feels fake <laughs> also feels fake, fake. <laughs> yeah, we love you. You're on the crow tip. Do you listen to a lot of crow? Um, off and on. I I like go through waves with all of my podcasts. Honestly, so I'm I like I like his stuff too. on like the holistic medicine, um, and like anything having to do with that. I just love his focus on like nat the natural world, natural law. Like I love that. Yeah, I know. Speaking of here, let me let me actually pull this up. Uh, uh, this is this is actually a good representation of of what like the reality that we live in. Hold on, let me let me. Let Can me. I use the restroom line? Of course, of course. Yeah, go go, please. Let me pull this up. Okay, guys, I wanted to show you all this. So she's gonna use the restroom, relaxing. Okay. Now let me read this for you. In 1871, let me make myself a little bigger for the people watching at home. This, this is the real reality that we live in. People don't want to talk about. People don't even know. Y'all don't even know none of this. That's the problem. Y'all be, be not knowing none of this. In 1871, Congress incorporated under the business name the United States of America. The United States is not a country or, or a state. It is a corporation. Corporations have presidents, vice presidents, secretaries, etc. You don't own yourself. The Federal Reserve does. On your birth certificate, more so the bottom, it states American Banknote or Banknote Corporation of America. Um, uh, on your birth certificate, more so the bottom, it states American Banknote or Banknote Corporation of America. Once a state has registered a birth document, One, okay. Oh, let me do a share screen. You can't see. 
share screen. Okay, so I'm reading this. I know it's kind of hard for you to see see it, Lala. Oh, shoot, I hate when I grab the wrong thing. Uh, make you bigger. So people at home can maybe see it. I don't make you too big. Uh, basically, what is this here? Let me read it out so you guys can see. Let me keep reading. Okay, uh, once a state is a registered birth document with the United States Department of Commerce, the, the department notifies the Treasury Department, which takes out a loan from the Federal Reserve. You are merely collateral for debt from foreign investors. The red numbers on your birth certificate are bank notes. Your life is only valued between $650,000 to $750,000. Legally, you are considered to be a slave or indentured servant to the various federal, state, and local governments via your state-issued and state-created birth certificate. In the name of your all-caps person, birth certificates are issued so that the issuer can claim ex exclusive title to the legal person created thereby. You are not a person, you are a commodity. Now, I know that a lot of people think that's hyperbole, but like every all the stuff I just said, I mean, I, I believe there is something weird going on. I mean, like literally the government uses us as like human cattle. They don't really care about our feelings or, or us. And, and the Federal Reserve is based on, you know, future people being born. They borrow money against the money they think we're going to create. But that system's going to definitely collapse very soon. Yeah. I don't know. That's makes me piss. Like, should I have not? I mean, how do you go around that if you have a child or something, you know, knowing that move. It's a nihilist. I mean, what do we do? What, I mean, what if we have a child? <laughs> I, mean, what, I don't know. I guess just don't play ball. I Well, that's all we can do is like choose like not to wear the mask or choose just to go our own separate way. We have to blaze our own trail, but it's not easy because it's bad manners. And like in society, having semi, and I don't have good manners anyway, but like it's hard to operate and get along if you don't go along and have good manners. Like you just constantly get kicked in the, in the you know, head all over and over and over. Carmen Walker says they're both dancing around the flat earth subject. Oh, what is that? What are you a flat earther? Aren't you a flat earther? Lola? Didn't we just, we, 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 yeah, talked we already about talked this. about that. Yeah. The sun, moon and stars are a clock in the sky. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, uh, a geocentrist, not a heliocentrist. I mean, what do we already talked about this? Harmon doesn't even know anything. Harmon is I said that it's a black, Harmon is the number one fan, no, but he yeah, doesn't like to listen man. to me. Harmon just, I think he looks at me because Harmon's an attractive, you know, man. He looks at me and I just don't think he listens. My beauty, I think just, and, and that's, that's, that's easy. Harmon, not, I know you are not a starstruck by my beauty, but Harmon does. He actually guarded uh, Charles Manson and I remind him of Charles Manson. So when he, he watches me, he gets starstruck. I know it's not the same for you, but. Uh, so Harmon, I apologize. I understand that. <laughs> I sent listening. you the. Uh, I just sent you the website that I was talking about with the the black hole planet. I don't follow so Scientology. Somebody said I follow Scientology. No, I don't follow Scientology. <laughs> I like talking about Scientology. I've watched like, that documentary. I really I hate love when people Scientology. say that. I do love talking about Scientology. I hate when people call me. I'm not a Scientologist. I've never done Scientologist. Do not join Scientology. I just like talking about it because it's Elron Hubbard. It is interesting. Dog. It is. And if fucking Tom Cruise, dude, come on, man. Give me a break. Mission Impossible 6, dog. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Come on. Uh, yeah, I've been watching a lot of his movies. I watched Cocktail the other day, too, so. 
Cocktails are great movie. What are you talking about? They're drinking all the drink and they're having all the fun and they're making a the drink and they're on the beach and they're living their life. And then I and then I watch Grease and I'm like, why am I watching all these repto Scientologists? You watch Grease too, right? Yeah. After you watch Cock- See Lala, what the hell? What the fuck is going on? You're in a Scientology know. loophole. You're in the Scientology. They got your recommended. They got your streaming. They knew you're going to talk to me. They know you're in. They know that you're in St. Pete. They know. Wait. Wow. Is that on your Netflix or how did you see it? How is it recommended to you? Uh, I've just really wanted. I wanted. We will. We watched Vanilla Sky the other day and then Cocktail came up as a recommendation. But came on what? Netflix? Uh, I think it was. Uh, Prime, actually. You're hacked. You're hacked. Oh, they got your Amazon. You're hacked. They they got yeah. you. They're recommending. They're recommending John Travolta. They're gonna have. Well, I don't even know any other John Travolta movies. What's the one where he dances and eats cake? Uh, or he's a Isn't woman. Isn't he in that one where they like switch faces with? Nicholas That's Cage Face Off. That's a badass movie. Now Face <laughs> Off is his best movie. Now that movie you need to go watch. Face Off. If they recommend that, then you should join the church. Uh, and I was against it, but now they bring up the movie Face Off. I think I might have to join Scientology now. And now that movie was so good, Lala. I I forgot how good that movie was. So actually, maybe I am a Scientologist now. Maybe I am going to go join. And it's only going to cost me $3,700 for the first class. Seems like a good deal. For the first Ooh. class, yeah. Yeah. So you're CIA, you are a Scientologist, and maybe Illuminati. We haven't decided yet. So Well, I am in a secret society. Uh, you know how they have the skull and bones? It's Ours is called the dog and cats, and I'm in the cat gang. I'm in the cat gang. I don't know. I don't like. I, I don't vibe with cats. I. I just a lot can't. of I dated a girl. I actually just recently got with cats, and I dated a girl at the time, and she's like, "Yo, you used to like run over the barn cats," and I was like, kind of was like, "What the fuck?" And it, I'm just saying, some people are like that. They don't fucking vibe with cats. I get it. I'm. I didn't really vibe with them all that much either until I got Sky Bear, and uh, let me just tell you something. I am a cat nut with toxoplasmosis, Lala. And if Sky Bear ever was laid with you, you would fall in love with him. You'd probably get, you know, toxoplasmosis. And that's why you fell in love because the parasite infects your brain. So it wouldn't be like pure natural love, but it would be toxicity because he's one of the most toxic cats I've ever met in my life. Right. That's the thing is like when I start to like a cat, a few seconds later, they scratch me in my face or something like they are bipolar. I have I have two dogs, so I do like animals. Here's Sky Bear. Somebody said they wanted to see Sky Bear. He's my chunky boy. Look at him. He's chunky. He's a thick boy. He's look at this cat. You see this guys? This is a pure cat adrenaline. Look at that face. Sky Bear. Sky Bear, say hello. <laughs> this is a pure. You guys don't see a lot of cats. This is one of the most beautiful cats in Dallas County. I rated him number one, actually, and I see a lot of cat. I follow a lot of cat Instagrams. This is the most beautiful cat. He's illegal. And and let me tell you something. This is how sick I am. He's a registered service animal, Lala, so I can take him oh, anywhere. Oh, wow. Wow. Hi, Bear. Uh, hi, Rose. Sorry, I'm this not is... used to having, like, chatters. This is kind of cool. <laughs> it is cool when you do it live, isn't it? Nice. And, and I'm okay, so I'm supposed to do another show here at 9, so I don't know if you want to wrap this up or if you want to hop yeah. on that show. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I mean, it's, well, it's up to you. I mean, I'm... I'm well, let me see if I can send in the link. No, stay on the show if you like. If you enjoy the show, stay on, please. I want you to stay on. Okay, let me send in the link. Let me see if I can get them the freaking link. Let me. Some people wanted to do a cross stream. Let me freaking. Let me see if I can send it to myself. 
Sky Bear. So what do you have, a dog? You have no animals or is it going to eat alligators? No, I have two dogs. I have a big Roddy Lab. He's like 100 pounds. And I have a Pipple. Um, She's like a little baby. And Well, no shit. You don't like cats. You're like more intense than I am. You'd probably kick (laughs) my ass. What the hell? Lala, I don't even eat meat. You're killing alligators. I have a cat (laughs) on my lap. I'm very emasculated. Everybody thinks I'm gay. I'm not. I'm freaking, I, I'm just saying now I know why because I sound like a baby bag bitch and, and I got a pink tie and a pink <laughs> pocket square and a cat. God almighty. Okay, this is the Mark Guest Flat Earth Singularity. Oh, this is the black hole. Okay, here, let me, let me just pull this up. Hi, Kenny. Coco Bomb. Okay, let me see who's coming on. I, I think I sent the, I mean, I think I sent the link to, to Mark. Uh, let me send it. And then I do have a, um, what are those things called? The fish, the, you know, the ones that everyone has. Um, what? Oh, what are they called? Um, I'm, I'm wondering now. You have a fish, a beta they, fish? They, oh, thank you. Beta fish. Yes. Oh, beta. And I'm not a beta. Even though I feel like I'm being a beta, I'm actually a freaking badass with a lot of freaking testosterone. I'm just freaking, I got a little soft side, you know? Sue me. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, I like yeah, that. I like to listen good. to it. That's good. I'm like Kenny G. I like a little jazz, a little. I don't know. That's not a good interpretation. I'm just saying, I'm like smooth jazz. I'm going to be a little hip, a little hop. Little hippity hippity hop. Okay, but tell me. So, what did you talk also about? Crow. Uh, uh, was it? Did you like it? Did you go good? Did you feel tired after? Yeah, like, I was like nervous, kind of, for his. I don't know. He's just like so smart about so much stuff, you know. Uh okay. Hold on. Uh, let me. He. This guy wants to host it. So. So. I got to have him send me the link so I can resend it to you. I don't know why he wants to do it like this. I guess he wants to be able to edit it. Uh, but it's, so he's the one that wants to do the show. So I'm, I'll wait till he sends me the link and then I'll hang up on you and then we'll join back up like that. Because we're live. We have over 200 people watching. So I don't know why we don't end the stream. Or I guess we could end the stream and then just start a new one. I guess that's what we'll do. Okay. So we'll do this for your... This is what we're going to do, Lala. I'm about to send you a thing. We're going to hang up. We're going to end this stream. So let's... Because it's been an hour and a half. And then I'm gonna send you this link because I want you to come on the show because there's not I guarantee there's not okay. gonna be a girl. There's not gonna be a girl on the on the thing. So we have to we have to fit a quota. I don't care. I'm just an obvious person. I mean, I'm not saying that to be rude, but there needs to be a woman's perspective. It's different from a guy's, and I respect a woman's perspective, especially when it comes to true stuff. So I'm not trying to virtue signal. I'm just trying to be like, come on, let's make a little not a bunch of dudes <laughs> sitting here having a circle jerk. Excuse my French. That's not that, you know what I mean? It's I, fucking annoying. Well, on that Black Pillar episode, you said circle jerk about like 87 times. So just so you know. <laughs> it is a circle jerk when you're sitting with a bunch of dudes talking about conspiracies. I hate it. It's like a freaking high school party when we first had our first porn mag. Not high school, like junior high. We're like, let me borrow the porn magazine and go in the in thing and talk in the bathroom. It's weird. We had some fucked up situations as a kid. All right. Okay. So, so send it over to me then. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we'll be right back here with another stream. So you guys hold your horses. We're going to end this. And I think we were pretty okay with the content. Like, hopefully we didn't go too far. So I think I'm going to leave this up. And guys, please uh, remember to go join the Patreon. Uh, it's $3. Or actually, I'm going to bump it up to 5 because tomorrow we have a patrons-only stream. And then Saturday, I'm going to do a daytime patrons-only stream. So, guys, remember to join the Patreon for $3. Make sure to go follow Lala Beams on her Instagram account. And then also look up Lala Beams on Apple Podcasts. You can see her link is in the description. So, guys, go give it a follow. Go give it a five-star review and say something nice. Lala, is there anything else you want to leave us with this evening? 
No, thank you so much for having me. And I'll see you here shortly then. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Lala. Bye.